All right, welcome back. Another episode of Post Phase and Cheese Steaks, the special 50th episode. How about that? Did you think we would get here, Tim? Not even a little bit. I am <laughs> up on this at like five episodes. Five so, episodes. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a amazed that we've gone this far, but it feels good. It's been a good good ride along the on the along this journey. Yeah, and uh, so with that in mind, we kind of designed for this episode 50 to be kind of a look back at you know some of the episodes we've done, our favorite moments, you know, some of our favorite social media posts, our various you know fashion week hairstyles, and you know I had braids at one point. Tim had a disgusting mustache. You know, we all. Uh... <laughs> I didn't go. I didn't crap on your braids. I don't know why you're coming out my mustache. <laughs> I actually, you know, it was nice. I liked looking back on our predictions and uh, and thinking like to see how well we did. I stick to, I'm sticking to my guns. I think on the majority of the predictions. Um, I think the worst I, I looked was the playoff run. Um, just picking against the Buccaneers pretty much every yep. game they played. That made, yeah. that didn't look good. But ultimately, I think in the rankings and everything, I wasn't surprised by anything. I wasn't disappointed with what I was saying. I still feel pretty strongly about uh, most of our predictions or mine at least. I don't know about your foolish stuff. I thought they were dumb at the time, and I still kind of think some of them are pretty dumb. I think a, quite a few that we will get to as this episode goes on, um, especially like you said, the Buccaneers and Tom Brady thing. I mean, we can play that clip that clip uh, in a bit, but I basically thought Tom Brady was not going to be a top 10 quarterback again. Thought he would be, you know, decent with the Buccaneers, but that, you know, they would, I thought they would make the wild card and then lose. And then lo and behold, Brady had a good year. They won the Super Bowl. So See, my dad basically the took Buccaneers. a big shit on me. <laughs> yeah, the, but my, my thoughts with the Buccaneers were, you know, more team-oriented, mostly with Arians and Brady mending. You just went ahead and went against the GOAT, which just was stupid. Well, they, top, he, he, He's top 10 every year he's in the NFL. Easily, it's not even up for debate. I was playing the whole, what have you done lately? You know, you guys kept harping mm-hmm. on that. And yeah, last year, Brady – er, Brady's last year as a Patriot was not good in my eyes. So that's why I kind of went along that lines, but let's just say for our next top 10 QB rankings, I think, you know, uh, someone named Mr. Brady will be in it and someone named Mr. Wentz will not. So, yeah, I would, I would think <laughs> so. You're, that, that take aged as well as spoiled milk for you. So yeah. better luck next time. Um, but yeah, the, the first thing I would like to get to, um, and so for everyone listening uh, via Spotify or Apple podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts, we also will have this up on YouTube and that's where you'll be able to watch the actual clips. And right now I'm going to bring up a uh, little slideshow of uh, some of our lovely uh, facial and, and hairstyles. Yeah. So we can see the evolution from prime pandemic looks when no haircuts and no shaving was happening to now where we are. I, I love it. Yeah. Oh boy. Wow. Yeah. I think that was the longest I ever let my beard and my hair go. Yeah, you were uh you were rocking it. You know, you look like you've aged a lot since that first picture. <laughs> you look much older. Like it's because it's it's the beard. The beard does a lot. Jeez. Look at my beard literally took all of quarantine to grow. So in just that short period, look how far it's come. So this was episode one. This was our very first. This was like end of May or beginning of June. I don't remember. But yeah, my know. beard. I mean, I still was growing the hair out. Uh, my beard was very short. Um, I usually by this. It's it's middle of April. I usually have it at that length. Um, but 
with quarantine and not, I really don't need to look super presentable. So I pretty much just let it grow out, but I like keep it clean. You know, it's, it's yeah, a nice look looking you. longer beard, yeah, but of course, yeah, usually yeah. it gets warm and I have to cut it because it's sweaty. But um, you, on the other hand, you were full. I just went through COVID, you know, caveman beard and long I was, hair. Listen, I was experimenting. <laughs> I was experimenting with looks. This is probably one I won't go be won't be going back to. But you know, you, it's experiment. You got to trial and error stuff. You said I look like a different person. That doesn't even look like you. <laughs> Well, that's because I'm usually cleaned up and much better looking. But you yeah, know, that's that was the darker days. That was a that was a good one. And then let's see if so. This was I think uh, episode two or three. Then you you know you cleaned up a little bit. Got a Jeez, little evolution. I think little, I watched the video you made after the first episode, and I was disgusted. So I had to make an immediate change. Yeah, I think I think this was the wide receiver episode. Um, so it must have been episode two. Uh, and this is where my evolution of my either wearing a hat or i almost always wore a hood i feel like just because it was either nighttime so it got chilly or it was just cold during the winter but um you're a mystery you kept people guessing yeah i mean today i'm walking the the man bun straight up but you know it's i've had the the forward hat the backward hat backward hat hair down backward hat ponytail or bun and but you cleaned up you got a you got a little bit of a haircut Still. You look like um, you look like an uh, like a most wanted poster. Like you just have these like faint pictures of your face covered by different hats and hoods. The hair change keeps you know changing by the week and everything. You're a man of mystery. Man of mystery. That's how I like it. Uh, and then this was the the glorious mustache. That was my peak. I, I need to go back to that. That was the look that I think was rocking. What was that? We got we hopped on with Josh for our I believe it was DNs or or edge rushers episode um and yeah you popped on my screen with a curly hair and a mustache and i was uh i was I really peaked. thrown off <laughs> i peaked with that mustache that was that was my best version of myself the ron jeremy look yeah. you live and you learn i think that was a complete success would you grow it again i, I think so i think i'd get more haters from you know outside than uh, than myself hating it but you know Keep people guessing. No, it was uh, it was entertaining for sure. Um, and this is my my Viking braids I that it. I had for about. You, look, uh, you, you know what, riffraff. That's three, who you two, are. Two three weeks. I don't riff like. Raff. Okay, but riffraff is kind of gross, so I don't like that comparison. <laughs> but it's the first thing person that pops into my He's head. He's got the strangest look. fucking beard out, like layout. It's like zigzag. If you, got a, if you got a lightning bolt beard, that would be a look for you. And I would need grills. And oversized. Do you think you could get away shades. with being riffraff for Halloween, or is it too far away from his, you know, stardom that no one would have any idea who you are? If I just wanted to destroy my facial hair and do that, yeah, I'm sure people would. I think for as as uh, shitty as his music is, and for as irrelevant as he is, he's still people like if you say riffraff, people know who you're talking about. So. But yeah, the braids were fun. Um, he is an iconic. He is, a, he is an iconic look. <laughs> he is. Yeah, the braids were. Uh, they were they were hard to sleep in for a couple of days until you had to get used to. Uh, I don't know how like women who have braids or men who have like dreads or or longer braids do it because that was was not that comfortable to sleep in. But they look cool, so that's all that mattered. You know what? You put the sacrifice in. Yeah. Um, 
And then I, I grew my own mustache out for... Ooh, you look like a little quirly cue. Like, you look like you should be twirling that thing at the end. Yeah, you you actually look pretty... Uh, I mean, you kind of look like you're going to mug someone in that picture. But, you know, you had the the clean... The... I, look at you. Your hood is up in the middle of the house. You, you, had look, a sh- like you. <laughs> you look like the Unabomber. You had the short beard, the short hair, you know, clean look. I had the uh, homeless hoodie on with the... That I could curl that must that mustache. I think what was it? I started growing that from August, August to like November. I didn't shave them. I didn't like even trim my mustache. I just kept curling it outwards, and it got thick. You're a hipster Unabomber. That's what uh, I'm yeah. looking at right now. I just wanted to see how it would go, and then ultimately, the mustache just would get in the way of eating food. I don't know how people do. Like I've always had a beard since you know I think twelfth grade, but. I don't know how people have those thick ass mustaches because they're old. Like you can brush them away as much as you want. You, you cannot eat a, you know, like a barbecue sandwich, like some, someone messy without getting it all over the place. So I don't know, but, uh, Mr. Monopoly looking dude over here. Yeah. And then, uh, this was, uh, then you went clean. You've had your clean shaven days, you know? Yeah. Going well. And then again, I always, this is where you took a turn. You got full scruff now. This full is scruff, when every day, the hair flowing out the back, hat, oh, hat yeah. backwards. Lion mane. Back and forth with the... We, we both do the back and forth with our glasses on, too. Well, I, yeah, I usually run out of context. So that's usually <laughs> when I have the glasses on. I just chose, I just choose whether to, uh, to be blind or to, to look uh, presentable and see. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. Um, this, again, again, just with the... That the backwards hat with the bun or the was hair it, is down. this your Tinder profile? Like all these pictures coming from your Tinder profile, we got like every evolution of Dakota here. No. Are you like you you like hey, it's like right or left on whichever? Yeah, which one do you like? I have many different uh, versions of Dakota. <laughs> I probably do. I I haven't checked in a while, but I probably I probably do have different beard lengths on my uh, dating. You kind of look like uh, this. This one on the left with the blue hat. If you had glasses on, you kind of look like Dustin Diamond you know r.i.p screech that's the that's the violin getting there it's like the dustin diamond beard fair enough and i think that was it oh and then we had seth so. oh beautiful the best dressed guest we've had <laughs> seth uh yeah his his episode was uh was fun i was so unprepared i did not know you just told me hey my buddy seth's gonna come on we're gonna talk Bengals and I was like why what the hell are we talking about the Bengals <laughs> but I was like all it right was a good week fine. to talk Bengals though I'm pretty sure they won that week I think they did yeah um and obviously he he was wearing his uh was a Joey Bengal outfit Joey Bengal with the Carol Baskins and everything um good stuff, baby which that is a uh that's a nice segue into our uh I think our first clip basically like I said Seth came on uh episode 25 and <laughs> looked like he was he had a green screen in the back that looked like he was sitting in a jail cell he really went all out he, he, he went set the yeah. bar for guests to be honest you know we had him on later in the year for guests um we just started with him because he set the bar pretty high shout out any other guests we had to bring on from now on because that is the bar you're being measured against yeah he, he did he did a phenomenal phenomenal job um and he actually like he talked for like five minutes of just like this crazy monologue of like carol baskins never left character that, it was beautiful it was like carol baskins is the reason that the cincinnati bagels are failing <laughs> or something Listen, along he, those lines 
He came more prepared than I've ever seen you come to any of these uh, episodes with you forgetting the episode number every other time. So I, I was impressed. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'll, I'm gonna we're gonna roll that clip right now and uh, so about five minutes. So just you know have a listen and uh, enjoy. But it's a great week for the Bengal Joe to come on and talk about his Bengals, you know, fight Tigers <laughs> fight, right? Look, look at him, the guy, the guy with the shirt looks like he would, he's a part of the team. <laughs> it does look. Ian Carlos Dunlop. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. No, Dunlop's not there anymore. He yeah. left. He used to be a guy. You got a uh, Joey Bengal and Joey Burrow. Joey Burrow. Absolutely. If I may talk. Go ahead, please. please. Start it off. Joey Bengal, baby doing a lot of research in my cell and both times that the Bengals have scored more points than the other team they have won that is a fact you're not that, wrong yeah, usually that is a key to success scoring more points bigger fact and here it comes since 2000 there have been 11 nfl games to end in a tie Bengals, four of them tie <laughs> tiger why I feel so strongly about the Bengals as the Tiger King goes past just their name and colors. If you would know, their starting quarterback, Joseph Burrow, out of LSU, the Tigers. Oh. He calls himself the Tiger King. I don't like it, but, I mean, he's kind of done some of it, and it is what it is. I mean, hey, Tiger Burrow King, we could have a Tiger Prince. There could be a Prince of the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, my Tiger Prince is uh, my husband, whose name I definitely remember. Um, back to Carlos Dunlop. Killed himself. Carlos Dunlop. Okay. Left the Bengals, demanded a trade. It's true. Not a part of the cat pack. Where did he go to college? Florida. Where's okay. Big Cat Rescue and Carol Baskin? Also in Florida. And that segues very easily to a positive thing about the Bengals, and that is John Ross, their very fast wide receiver, 42240. Sure. Some say he's as fast as a cheetah. Cheetah, big cat, tiger. You're seeing like a trend the, here. It's like the cousin of a tiger. Like Could be. Family. Who knows? Are we playing Clue? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Andy Dalton, the red rocket. Red, sometimes tigers are red. It's true. Yeah. To the Cowboys, CB, Carol Baskin. Got a concussion, also starts with a C, and now COVID, also with a C. I can't have a you know hat on because I have a mullet, but I'm definitely on something. And you know what? Throw chlamydia in there. All the Cs are bad. Cs have never been good. Bad. Yeah, they're terrible things. Another word that has a C in it, Zach Taylor, the coach of the Bengals. Name yeah, Zachary Taylor, the 12th president of the United States of America, died in 1849 from Cholera also starts with a C. Wow. Carol Baskin is single-handedly sabotaging the Bengals. Now, I know they had a very nice win over the Titans, but I don't think we should look too far into that. The Titans play in Nashville, which is only three hours away on Interstate 40 to Knoxville. Knoxville has a, gym, uh, sorry, a zoo that has tigers in it. The tigers just tested positive for coronavirus this past week. That is a true thing. You can look it up. What? Tigers can get corona? They're coming after us. I think somebody intentionally tried to sabotage the Bengals through Tigers, knowing they'd feel sympathetic. I know I would. Joey Bengal, that is something to worry about. Now, if Corona is starting to affect your Tigers there, now that is something I, uh, I'd get up in arms about. I mean, what can we say? What can we say? I love, honestly, the fact that you did the research on election 
tonight on the 12th president of the United States and found out his disease that he died from. Very impressed. You did your research. You must have been in solitary or something in prison because I was impressed by that. Prison's for everyone, but not really. And I didn't do it. I definitely didn't do it. There was not a full documentary documenting everything I did that I still didn't do. It's true. Hey, man, innocent until, you know, you say you're not. Tim, you invite guests on who come more prepared than you do and drop all this knowledge. So now you got a lot to live up to. Excuse me, guy. You don't even have your camera working yet, talking about not coming prepared. I have my camera on, and uh, I have my facts. Where are you You don't at? like that your camera's on, now. Yeah, where... Are you, is this like, did something go horrifically wrong when you cut the Viking uh, braids off? Is that what we're dealing with? Do you have some horrific haircut that you don't want to show to us? No, I didn't get a haircut. I just took the braids out. My hair is still oh, here. That's disgusting. Even worse. If you're not going to cut it, then leave them in the braids. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to say, you both had the best Halloween costumes that I saw. Well, between the Post Malone and the Joe, Joey Bengal, I was very, <laughs> from everything I saw online, you know, people I met, I saw in person. You two had the best costumes. Shucks. Thank you. I was also a big fan of the Post Malone costume. If I had long hair, I would absolutely grow it out and and always wear braids. The braids and the mustache. The mustache is beautiful. The handlebar and the braids were both very good. Those were, I think, the deciding factors in it for me, and I love them both. And I love that that mustache is still rocking on you, Seth. It's a a good one. Yeah, you guys guys record this on Tuesdays, not, you know. I voted with it today, and I would also like to say that I'm pretty sure I am the only person in the country with a handlebar mustache that didn't vote for Trump. I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) But there cannot be many people. (laughs) All right, so I hope you enjoyed that little uh, snippet of Joey Bengal talking Bengals facts and presidential facts and Florida things. Reliving (laughs) great memories, great memories. Now, you know what? I, I, I got to say, since we're now on 50th episode, it's amazing. You got to look back at the roots. The first episode, honestly, after that first one we did and um, <laughs> me completely forgetting an easy top three, top two, whatever you want to put them in, D-tackle, one of the most dominant defenders in the league when we did our first rankings, I had little hope or little faith that this was going to go much further. Um, obviously, me forgetting Chris Jones made me look pretty stupid because you know what's sad is I put a good amount of time and research into creating that list and I completely forgot about it in general. So yeah, you, uh, you, uh, opening my eyes to my, uh, my misstep really blew out my confidence, but we got better, much better as it went on. It was, it was, uh, you know, for most of our, um, our top 10 player rankings for 2020, we, we had a pretty consensus, like top three for most of them, I would say. Um, and then there were always a couple where, Either you or me were just way out of left field and mostly you. No, it was mostly you. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, I remember the Chris Jones bit. Um, we got to number three, and uh, I forget who you said. You said the guy who got traded to the Colts. Um, Buckner. Yeah, you said you said Buckner was number three, and I was like, wait, but then you're missing one of the top three, and what and what was like Cox, um, Donald. And then Chris Jones. And I was like, who the f- who did he? There's no way he left off Aaron Donald. And as an Eagles fan, there's no way he left off Fletcher Cox. I was like, did he forget about Chris Jones? But um, yeah, he won the quite, Super Bowl like four months earlier. Yeah, quite, quite hilarious. Yeah, like I said, that's why I was, I'm stunned that we made it to 50. Clearly. And it's just like, because I, you know, with the whole pandemic and I wasn't doing anything, I put a lot of time and effort into all those lists. And it just really made me feel like a complete idiot that how much time I actually put into it and still never realized it. Yeah, 
Um, but with that being said, let's play you a lovely little uh, snippet of Tim being a fool. Enjoy. All right. This is where I think it's – we only have three names left, so I'm guessing <laughs> – this is what I'm trying to figure out because my, I mean, my next one is DeForest Buckner, and I think you're oh. foolish. Oh wait, you're foolish. So who you're missing someone then? Interesting. So you have someone that shouldn't be there. So I have Chris Jones from the Chiefs. Did you forget about him? <laughs> he plays D tackle. <laughs> he is a monster. Is he a D tackle or is he a DN? He's like oh. the three four guy. Well, yeah, that's the thing. He, like, moves around. But I had him as D-tackle because that's where he was. his position was listed. All right, all right. I may have forgotten one. So, you know, you caught me off guard here. Uh, I would actually, if I had to off the top of my head, shit, yeah, I'd probably put, I would probably put Chris Jones as three and bump everyone down. And yeah. Akeem Hicks gets kicked out. Yeah. I did forget about him. Damn, there goes my credibility. I mean, he's uh, he was one of the reasons they they won that Super Bowl. Honestly, like, the fact is, like, I spent so much time on the DNs because there were so many DMs to sort through. <laughs> I did put, you know, I didn't put much into D tackles. I guess to forget a Super Bowl winning champion. All right, I hope you enjoyed Tim being an idiot. Um, now I think it's my turn to be an idiot. Um, so fresh off that episode, we had episode two, which was our wide receiver rankings and. Mm-hmm. I I was very, very adamant at the time uh, about my defense for OBJ as a top five wide receiver. Yep. Um, <laughs> so I had Odell Beckham Jr. at number five mm, of brutal. top 10 wide receivers, which brutal. looking back, you know, probably, you know, honestly, if he would have stayed healthy this year, maybe he could have deserved to be back in top um, 10. Yeah, maybe. This sounds like an argument everyone but, makes about the last three years of his career, though. But I think I was wrong. Probably. Um, I think he, still, he was still top 10 coming into the season, but maybe not five, maybe like mm-hmm. nine, eight. But go ahead, Tim. What did you fight, What did you think of my, uh, my take? I still will fight anyone on this. He's easily <laughs> the most overrated player in the NFL. He, for some reason... The NFL is, you know, not for a long league. You know, people forget what you did very often. It's what you mm-hmm. did for me lately. This guy's getting off with what he's done three years ago, and he's making a whole career out of it. It's mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. But I will fight anyone on this argument. I stick to it until he proves me otherwise. I know that he's not a top-five wide receiver. So going into – Off name, sure. Yeah, off name and distractions, then, yeah, top five. But, no, no production. So off, off the dome right now, going into the 2021 season, where does he fit in your wide receiver ranking? You know, like you said, he didn't do anything last year to prove that he's a top 10 wide receiver. Did he do anything to improve your ranking? He definitely didn't do anything to prove my ranking. I'll admit that I know the um, Kenny Galladay was my 10, and that was the big, you know, the big, you know, the guy that was, you know, the biggest stretch over him. And I'll admit he had a bad year. He was also injuries. Um, but I still can't find a reason to put him in the top 10. He did nothing to improve his rankings in my book this year. He just continued to be vastly overrated, like I've been saying he is. So off time of dome, I, I would say he's still out of the top 10, but we'll get to that you know, later in the summer. I think, I think um, he, he started off, I think his first game or two were kind of slow, and then he had like three games in a row, I think, that were really good, like for, especially I had him in fantasy. And he did wonders for me for a couple of games. And then he got hurt. I think he tore his ACL, right? I um, believe, yeah. And then was out for the year. But, I mean, they were – Cleveland was using it – like, Stavansky was using it for everything. Like, 
running the ball, reverses, throwing the ball. Like they finally used him for what he's meant to be used as a all around playmaker. So yeah. I think I mean, going uh, into this year, there's definitely a potential for him to be up there, but I don't think I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt again. Um, he might, he might make top 10. It depends. I'd have to look at like, he would be very back end, like 10, nine, eight, but I'd have to look at who the other receivers yeah. are first and go from there. I mean, but, listen, it comes down to the three metrics that I preach when we we're doing all these rankings and I'll preach again this summer. It's last year, next year. And if I'm starting my team and didn't do anything last year, next year, you know, we'll see. But if I'm starting a team, he just had another serious injury. Why is that going to help his ranking? So I'm sticking to my guns on that one. Not a top 10. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys a little uh, snippet into uh, my lovely debate with Tim about uh, OBJ. And I think I tried to say that he was better than Mike Evans. But Oh, oof. God, I'll I take, love one of those snippets take, there. Take Beautiful. a listen. But number five, I had OBJ. Okay. I'll just say I don't even have OBJ in my top ten. Ooh, I just, he's not done anything in a while. Oh. <sighs> oh my God. I don't, I didn't even like I, him on the giants and I've become a fan of him since he's not, you know, an enemy. Listen, he's a talent, but like, stop, what has he stop, actually done? Stop. Stop. Has been terrible. He so he's been on a good team. So you said, so last year he had a bad year, you would say, correct? He didn't have a bad year. I, I correct myself. He, I'm looking back at his numbers. He didn't have a bad year. No, but, but that's the thing. Year, I that's say. the thing. Disappointing year. Disappointing, yes. Yeah. But everyone says, oh, he had a really down year, really not out of character year, out of character. He had 74 catches, 1,000 yards. Yeah, only four touchdowns. But, like, any receiver who gets 1,000 yards and 70 catches in a season is not bad. Like, so here I, I counter-argue with you because you just said those numbers – Amari Cooper, 79 receptions, 1,189 yards, and eight touchdowns, much better than OBJ's number. Now, if you talk about consistency, Amari Cooper is the picture of consistency in one bad year out of five. He's been to the playoffs. He did it on two different teams. OBJ hasn't done shit. He's, his teams haven't won. What? The Giants have been terrible for most of his career. And the Browns exactly. Haven't done he anything. had Eli Manning. Dak Prescott's better than Eli Manning. He had Eli Manning who made him a superstar. Dude. I look his rookie year, his rookie year, 1300 yards, his second year, 1400 yards, his third year, 1300 yards, his fourth year. He hurt. He was hurt. He played four games, had 300 yards, Mm -hmm. then a thousand yards. His last year with the giants, thousand yards with Cleveland. Those first three years are so are crazy good. So here, let me, and then he was hurt. And then he's on a new team with a Baker Mayfield and a coach who didn't know how to play an offense. You're talking about you've been preaching about consistency, and you're that talking is about consistency. Guy, you're talking about a guy who has 14, 15, and 16. He's been listen, he's a talented player, he's a top 10 wide receiver. When he's got his whole thing going on, other people have gotten better than him. I truly think that the days of when it was just Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, OBJ, everyone else, I think the wide receivers have gotten a lot better. Like the younger ones have really stepped up. So for him, he hasn't taken the step up like everyone else. You know, if you compare him to like Omari Cooper, Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, these kind of wide receivers, he's just, he's kind of fallen off. Everyone kept on getting better where he kind of took the dip. Oh, I do not agree. You, you're telling me if, if, if you were handed a uh, fully healthy Odell Beckham Jr. and a fully healthy Amari Cooper, you would take Amari Cooper? 
Yeah. You're on crack. I not in the top ten. He needs to get his shit together. I think that I do see him this year as a good year for him. A bounce back year. I just right your now, whole list is just it's just not valid that you don't have OBJ in the top ten. I maybe you know what that is, this is a little biased, I'm not gonna lie. I am a little biased about OBJ. But if you're comparing this year, I, I could easily think of ten wide receivers that had a better year. We're going into 2020. We're looking at who are the best receivers. Yeah, and, so I think and you think, I think OBJ is I think, not one of the ten best. I feel more confident in Kenny Galladay and Chris Godwin having a better year next year than OBJ. Give Kenny Galladay a happy mess, uh, Melty Stafford. Give Chris Godwin, you know, another year in the stacked offense with Tom Brady now and Gronk joining the fold. He'll be okay. So I just want to my, – my last point on, on OBJ before I throw my computer at you. I just want to look at, at uh, OBJ and, and Cooper side to side here. Not excited. So uh, rookie years, <clears throat> OBJ, 1,300 yards. Cooper, 1,070 yards. Okay. Uh, year after, uh, we had OBJ, 1,400 yards. Cooper, 1,100 you're, you're yards. Lo- you're looking at only yards. What about touchdowns? All right, touchdowns. Uh, yep. Let's see. OBJ had 12 touchdowns. Okay. Uh, Cooper had six. Okay. Then OBJ had 13. Cooper had okay. five. Okay. Then OBJ had 10. Then Cooper had seven. Okay. So, the, yeah, I mean, he dropped off. Then he went three, six, and four. Cooper went seven, six, one, eight. But if you look at year to year. Wait, one? He didn't have one. Uh, yeah. On the, oh, no, that was at, in, in Oakland. So, seven, seven, eight. Yeah. He played in four games, had 300 yards and three touchdowns. In one, the year he got hurt. Then the next year, played in 12 games, 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. 12 games. What do you, what do you mean? Nah, nah. So. I, I, don't I, don't, I just think you don't like him. I think that's I, what it is. I just think that like, he was amazing the first three years, and the last three years, he really hasn't done anything. I wouldn't say – I would, I would agree that he's dropped off. I agree that he was a top three wide receiver the first three years of his career. The last three, I not it's outside of the top ten for me. I just think that people are still high on his first three years in the league, and he's steadily declined since then. I don't know if a thousand yards is steadily declining, but okay. that's I mean, still decline from what he was doing the first three years. In a bad Cleveland year, he had almost twelve hundred yards and eighty catches. So, or no, that was Cooper. I just cut him down, but he still had over a thousand. So I mean, I'm not. Don't worry, no. His stats were If he better. if he has another year Cooper like had that, better had better stats in, uh, last year, every single category. Who? Cooper. That was one year. It was the most recent year. So? See, this is the OBJ problem. Is you're talking about OBJ from 2015. No, I'm not. I haven't I haven't seen him in five years. <laughs> Ever since he left when once he left the Giants, yes, that one year was not his best. He disappeared and he was still like but he was hurt. He had that toe problem or whatever it was, and he still had a thousand yards. Like that's what I'm saying. Like if he does that again, though, like if he has another year where it's like two touchdowns, thousand yards, then yeah, I'll agree with you that he's not top five anymore. But until until I see it happen like regularly, then he's still top five. See, I like my I like the top people, ten people I have. Like, he's right there. He's like an eleven. Um, oh my god, <laughs> he's just not there. Really. Who's your five? Just move on. All right, I hope you enjoyed uh, me being a OBJ fanboy for a little bit there, which is shocking because he was a super former giant. Cute. But it was super cute watching over again. 
Hey, I do have a, I have an OBJ Cleveland jersey, you know, so that's kind of cool. You do. <laughs> um, but moving on, um, so you can kind of get the theme here that uh, for Tim and I, at least, doing these top 10 player episodes were a lot of fun, mostly because, you know, we had a lot to argue about and uh, laugh and stuff like that. But, you know, I would say about half of our videos, the reason we got to 50 is because we were doing weekly recaps of what was going on in the NFL every week, like winners and losers, power rankings, how the Eagles did, players, stats, and stuff like that. So these were a lot, these were a bit different. And for that reason, they were a little more interesting at times. Um, one of my worst hot takes was, uh, like I said earlier, the no love for Tom Brady. Um, I did not have him in my top 10 quarterbacks. I believe I claimed that he would have been mm. 11th. <laughs> um but yeah, and like I said earlier, you digging yourself out of the hole. That was just you digging yourself out of the hole. Yeah. Like, oh, I need a panic. They didn't agree. Let me put them at eleven. No, and and I'm sure Nick is uh, listening to this too, and and he was very. I think he had Tom Brady at six. I mean, you weren't that much better. You had him at like ten or nine. But Maybe, you know what? Top ten is better than not top ten. Right. Fair enough. But yeah, he he was growing me on it too, and I mean, like I said, I really just looked at it. You know, he's going into a, a new system with he was going to a new system with Bruce Arians who likes to throw a deep ball. Brady's older. He, you know, his last few years at New England was a lot of the quick release short throws to people like Edelman who just retired. Um, and I, I just didn't know how it was going to go. It was really just me saying, I think he'll do fine. I don't think he'll be elite again. And you go and win a Super Bowl in your first year with a new team, you're doing something right. So I, yeah. Super Bowl MVP. Mm. Yeah. Um, another thing that was funny about this episode was, we had started talking, uh, like start our debates and I had forgot to start recording. Um, so, uh, I, I put in a very poorly, uh, hummed star Wars theme song to kind of get, catch people up. If you remember that. Um, so that was, like I said, we had a little bit of fun with these episodes. So, um, yeah, here, uh, here's a little, little clip of me and my foolishness on Tom Brady. Enjoy. Next year. So this is where I stir the pot. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Jesus, good. Tom Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Okay. Correct. But he is no longer a top ten quarterback. Listen, I put him in top ten. Top ten? Nope. I didn't want to put him in top ten either. I put him there on. I was. I thought I was bad at ten. I. What? I didn't want to. He's not. He doesn't have it anymore. Nothing last year showed me he had it, and he's He's been going down and down. He's like what forty three now. Uh, never seen him in a, in a different offense than the Patriots offense and Bill Belichick. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but yeah, he was, he wasn't the pro bowl two years ago and you don't have him in the top 10. So that, that makes me a little skeptical. Oh, of on name this, alone. This, on name Tom Brady alone. could not even, he could be injured the entire year and would still get voted to the pro bowl. Yeah. Oh I, my goodness. Who did I throw to last year? I listen. his boy was there. Edelman was there the whole season. He didn't go anywhere. 
That's the yeah, one thing. Yeah, he played hurt, and they did pretty well. They put up good numbers. Him and Edelman weren't the problem. They had nobody else. If you think, even the year before that, when they won the Super Bowl, Tom Brady was not the lead in that offense. They were running the ball all day. They were running with Sonny Michelle. They were running with James White. They were just running the ball. Belichick knows what he's doing. He lets everyone leave when they've got nothing left. And I don't think he made a mistake when letting Brady leave again. I don't know. If, you, if you're going you're, you're to go into a season and say that there's 10 quarterbacks you'd rather have under center this year, that's, that's – I'm from New England, and I'm, I hate the Patriots more than any team there is. But, my goodness, I mean, to have him under center in the fourth quarter and not to have him in the top 10, that hurts. My, see, my, my thing is, like, he, he just – Arians' system won't match, really. It's not like, you know, all right, every, you know, Michael Thomas runs slants and catches balls. Godwin and Evans like to get downfield and go, get, go up and get it. And Arians loves to push him downfield. This guy, you could contribute – you could say that, you know, Arians is partially a reason that Andrew Luck retired early. The guy was getting murdered when he was the coordinator – or the, when he took over the team when Pagano had cancer. Then when he had Ben, when he had Palmer, when he had Winston, all the consistency is his quarterback consistently gets hit because they hold the ball too long, and he's just trying to throw it downfield every time. And I could not think of a system that doesn't fit Tom Brady in his old age worse than that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I listen, I, I agree. That I, I agree in the notion that Arians is a – you know, he's – got to risk it to get the biscuit. You know, he's all deep balls, which is going to be – a big compromise, but man, the only Tom Brady also loves is his tight ends, and he's got three of them down there. The guy's got three tight ends, and he loves the tight ends. Boy, does he love them! You know, I, I think he's gonna find his ways to go into his office with Bruce and be like, "Bruce, I need I need some more tight end seams." And guess what? If he's only getting a couple of those with Howard and Braid and Gronk, it's all the guy needs. It's all he's gonna need. I I mean. Uh- do I think they'll adjust? I think one of them – I think they'll meet in the middle. I, I'm curious to see where that middle is. Is it more Brady or is it more Aarons? Because I think the Tampa Bay offense suits Arians' offense. They, they were right. – the Buccaneers were fourth in points scored last year, and that was with their quarterback throwing 30 interceptions the entire year. I know Arians is smart, and you went and got Brady for a reason, and I understand if they got to the playoffs, I wouldn't want any quarterback besides Brady in those moments. But, man, he's going to get – if he runs the same offense – Arians always runs. Brady is not going to make it to the playoffs. I'll just say I've always defended – back when it was Brady and Manning playing, I always defended Brady as being the better quarterback because of his lack of weapons. Like, all throughout his early years, he really had – like, Deion Branch was his best receiver. Like, he always got it done. And if you look at the last few years, he's needed help. Uh, the Patriots always are trying to trade. They had that Josh Gordon experiment. I mean, they had Randy Moss for a little bit when Brady was still in his prime. I just feel like he, they were so flat in the playoffs this past year. Like, they just did not look like the normal Patriots. Brady didn't look like himself this year. Um, I, I just – I would – he's still like 11 or 12 in this top quarterback list. But I think at his age, you can see how he's slowly re- regressing. So, I just, my main thing is I just I, – I, I don't see the Tampa Bay connection yet. We'll see where they meet and we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I just – I don't think it's the right offense for him. I, the 30 interceptions is ridiculous, and you could not pick two different quarterbacks than Winston and Brady. But I still think a quarterback like Winston would fit better in this system. But, you know, I, I'm not going to kill the guy. He made my top ten. I'm not ludicrous like you. I, well, now, I, I now, made my top ten. Now that I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at my number ten, I'm going to – I feel like I'm going to sound a little oh, ridiculous. Geez. So, oh, God. All right. And uh, like I said, I was kind of foolish. Um, not kind of, very. 
yeah. So yeah. shout out Tom Brady. I'm sure you're not listening to this episode or ever will, but uh, actually, I'm sorry. I think he used. <laughs> I, I think he. I think he mentioned this in his uh, Super Bowl MVP speech. He used your top fuel. ten rankings as fuel. Yeah. 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 That damn Dakota will amount to nothing now, and I will win a Super Bowl. Some some along those lines. Yeah, he took it real personal. He's dissing on your beard, your hair, all oh, it was brutal. Um, so another fun one we did was episode seven, where we brought your brother Mark on to talk top ten safeties in for the for the season, and uh, he, <laughs> I think it was you were talking about um, McCordy and the Patriots defense, and Mark was sitting outside, and all of a sudden we just hear like a. And it sounded like he was like at an F1 track or like at a NASCAR event. And we all just like stopped what we were doing and like, we're like, dude, what, what, what's going on? Where are you? Are you sitting in the middle of the highway? Like what you were thrown off because you were trying to educate us quote unquote. And you were just like, what, who's stealing my thunder? Speaking from like visiting his place. I don't I like that. They had to get pulled over speeding or killed someone. It's not a place to be speeding and going fast. I assume that he, you know, set that up to cover up my correct takes. <laughs> but um, yeah, here's a, here's a short clip on, on that sound bite. Defense that allowed 13 passing touchdowns while also having 25 interceptions. That is, is the, is the, are you, are you sitting on the highway, Mark? <laughs> No, nah, I'm saying, oh, yeah, I'm kind of close to the highway. You're I was going to say, thunder. I dismissed, like, the, the second half of your sentence completely. Yeah, I don't know what he was going to say. <laughs> so let me go back That's to what I was saying. That's wasn't important anyway. Yeah, yeah. probably not. <laughs> so as I was saying, you factor in the three factors. Last year with Dem McCourty, obviously uh-huh. five interceptions, second most in the NFL, tied for second most in the NFL. His overall defense, the 2019 Patriots defense was record-setting. Mm-hmm. They gave up 13 passing touchdowns. And, a, and had 25 interceptions. That's almost a two-to-one ratio. That's disgusting. Uh, another fun part of that episode was a little later on where um, I had a very different number three uh, safety than the rest of, the, of Mark and Tim's opinion. Uh, I was very, very high. And I'm still like, – I, I think he had a down year this year, but he's still a very good safety. Kevin Byard. I had him at number three of the Texans and uh, Tim and Mark were not, not, they were not having it. They were very confused. Well, correctly, not having it. Very, uh, very thrown off. And the best part is I gave like a, probably like a a minute or two um, defense for my answer. And I believe what happened was my cat was climbing uh, on top of like my fireplace and he was about to knock something over so I, I immediately jumped off the couch and like walked over. And then you and Mark didn't even notice I left until you turned. And you're like, wait, he just he just says Kevin Byard's number three, Mike drops and walks away. Like <laughs> and so when I came back and then after when I recorded when I was uh, editing it, it was funny to hear you guys talk when I was gone about how ridiculous it was. But uh pretty ridiculous. Let me let me play the clip for you. Here you go. Honestly, I'm just losing myself with excitement waiting for the idiot that 
is in top three? Who, who is it? So, I have no yeah, idea who it is. Number three. I have no idea who so, it is. So, yeah, my number three, you guys, you know, you'll love to talk about oh your God, interceptions for safeties, which I think interceptions are more important staff for cornerbacks because they're one-on-one with someone usually, and safeties oftentimes are just – Debatable. Center field, go get the ball. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah more, but I feel like safety is more of a ball hawk type position. I agree. I agree. He's Regardless. Cornerbacks, you don't throw on them. They don't get interceptions. Safeties, oh, go get the ball. ball hawks, Cornerbacks yes, more pass deflections and, like, don't throw to them in general. Don't worry, Mark. Let's let's like Dakota make an idiotic Regardless, uh, I like that Mark pointed out this incredible fact. This man has had hard. 17 interceptions in three years. 17. Nobody's come close to that. <laughs> are you kidding me? Are Kevin Byard at number three. I cannot believe you guys are sleeping on him so much. Are you I had him on my list. He, I had him on my list too. Look, but top look. three? Are you fucking kidding me? It's because he's on the oh Titans. You guys are looking down on him. Trust me. Dude's a baller. Oh, my. Tell Boy. me the stats that I don't know. I've already had him in my top ten. We've already done this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 90, god he had 99 attempts of a tackle he only missed only four of them were either broken or missed no one was even close to him in that ranking okay he's quick go ahead he's a he can hit you in the mouth he's the, probably one of the best hitters in the league great coverage and he's a ball hawk what is there not to love and he's only 26 I don't know what you what you guys are, are sleeping on him for. Yet you think Minka is this god all of a sudden, and <laughs> Badger is apparently like the best safety in the league. But go watch him, oh Kevin Byard. God. And I was gonna show some footage, but then I realized it was against the Giants, and so I didn't want to, you know, hurt myself there. But he he made a, a flip of the hip, ended up turning around, batting a ball away on fourth and goal to win the game for the Titans. He makes plays. He's a hitter, and you guys sleep on him, but. Listen, Minka three. and Matthew have been all pros more recently than Bayard. Yeah, this is idiotic. Well, Kevin, uh, Matthew had an all pro last year, but, I mean, Bayard's 2017 was eight interceptions, 87 combined tackles. Like it, 2017, we were all different people. I was graduating college from 2017. doesn't matter. <laughs> His numbers are still it, four interceptions the year after, five oh interceptions the year after that. Minka Fitzpatrick wasn't even in the league yet. Exactly. What do you mean? Look, Kevin Byard, I, I've seen lists. I've seen lists where him, he's outside top 10. I've seen him inside top 10. I think he is heavily slept on. I think he's like in the same boat as Simmons. Guys have been in the league for a couple years and nobody's oh talked about them. God. Byard is See, a I, monster. Listen, no disrespect to Kevin Byard. Don't get me wrong. I, I like, like him. Byard. I like him. I do. Top three. Oh. I, don't I will know say the tackling that. stat was impressive. 99, hitting 95 of 99 tackles. This, this guy, wait, this guy just years. says Kevin Byard is top three and just drops the mic and disappears? And just leaves. <laughs> what the hell is this? Wait, what about my stat? Justin Simmons was third in tackling efficiency, even though he was the number one pass I know, coverage. That, I was impressed with that, too. Safety, I, I take into account tackling a lot, and I feel like people overlook that. Of course, of course you do, of course. But safety, that's like my Earl Thomas – Thing. Like, your last line of defense. Like, I want you to be the most reliable person on the defense. Of course. Go watch some Kevin Byard highlights and you'll I've understand. watched them. Listen, I've done my research. Don't worry Clearly about not. me. <laughs> what did you Number praise Mika Fitzpatrick on? Oh, he's a playmaker. All these interceptions. Kevin Byard had 17 picks in the last three years. How many touchdowns did Byard have? Who cares about touchdowns? I do. I do. It's, that's points. <laughs> How many Wait. did he have? Wait. Mika Fitzpatrick had two last year. Okay. Yeah. 
Micah Fitzpatrick had five interceptions last year. He's only been in the league for two years. Oh, five interceptions? Kevin Byard had five interceptions. Look, I can appreciate it. I think you defended it well, Gazelle. I can appreciate it for sure. Thank you. Thank you. I, 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 this is why I didn't argue with him it, it, when you said 10. I think uh, Mark said 10. Tim, you said nine. I didn't argue because I get it. Uh, but I personally, I like him a lot. I, I will say here, here's the, thing. the I will, ball. I will say I thought, I thought this three was going to be a lot worse than Kevin Byard. It's not the worst <laughs> thing I've ever heard. I'm okay with it. <laughs> You're number it two. Be... <laughs> You're number two. You are out of your let's, mind. Let's go you to that. Out of your mind on that no, one. Let, let's go to number you two. Out of your mind. Wait, I don't think Mark said uh, I think you both either. have the same so, number two, and you're both. We do have the same number two. No, you're both. We got number two, Mark. You're both. All right, let me go to number two. First, before I say this, my top two, I believe these are the two consensus, like, Best safeties in the league for the next decade, for sure. Confesses for who? All right, I hope you enjoyed that uh, lovely little scene there. So I do want to shout out your cast since they made an appearance in the last <laughs> one. I, Because I, I, no one can see it, but there are times when I can see you're muted. And, like, it's, like, right as your cats are starting to meow and, I guess, growl at the moon and do whatever thing cats do. And, like, each one of those times I have, I'm like, oh, great. Now I got to ramble on about whatever I'm talking about. For God only knows how long it takes Dr. Doolittle over here to settle down the, the jungle. But I think I say I've seen them come across. I've seen you pick them up out of the way. I've seen them come across you. Like it, it's pretty pretty impressive to see you deal with the elements every time. Uh, the elements. It adds, an, it adds a spicy element to uh, each one of these videos of unpredictability. Honestly, most of the time I have to mute myself is because my dogs are barking. And oh, I know so, you get the whole jungle. I so, hear something yeah, go off, and I'm like, for, oh, here we go. For reference, I have <clears throat> I have three cats. We have uh, an older cat, Nico, and then. My two little boys who are like a year and a half now, uh, Dio and Leo. And then uh, Leo, the Catrio, for those wondering. That was his. Oh, uh, look at that. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Nice. nice. Um, and then I have four dogs, and they're all annoying. Uh, we have, they're all small. They're Toy Poodle, wow. Toy Poodle, Marcello, and then Chihuahuas, uh, Stella, Teddy, and Claire. And then we have a, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a beta fish or whatever? The ones that the ones that eat the other fish. Interesting. I, I didn't think the fish yeah. was the one messing up these recordings. No, <laughs> you, you, you have a whole animal sanctuary. It's pretty impressive that you're able to film these each each time. Amazing we got the fifty episodes and now you're now you're just name dropping the animals. Oh yeah. They uh well they they have to get credited for their voices, you know. So it's true. They've made a bunch of appearances. So like <laughs> the guest stars. Speaking of uh animal like behavior. Um, we, we had, uh, episode eight was, uh, our conversation with, uh, we were talking cornerbacks and, uh, Tim thought that, uh, Marcus Peters deserved to be, you had him at like four, I think. Stick to it. I, I thought all my reasoning was pretty fair. He didn't have a bad which, year. Which this, this year he had a pretty pretty good year i would say yeah I mean, come on now he didn't have a bad year he had like two knocking had like two pick sixes um but yeah he had a, a playmaker well, the, here's the thing he had a good year coming in like this this 2020 season was good for him but coming into it like we were a little little skeptical you know um i think hey it, it is. was just fun Four it was exceptions Nine passes defended, four forced fumbles. You know, it's something. You know, he didn't get nearly as torched as he normally does. It was just funny because me and Goldberg knew you were not, (laughs) 
we were not going to be in agreement with what you were going to say. Cause I, I remember we talked about it and I'll play the clip in a, in a couple of seconds, but you, we had texted the couple of days before talking about who we liked. And I said to you, how is Marcus Peters in PFF's top three? He should not even be in, he, he, I was like, he will not be in my top 10 list. And then you, I forget what you said back, but we got to four and I realized how many, how many corners were left that our top three had to be, you know, Ramsey, Trey white and Gilmore. And I was like, son of a bitch. I know who is number four here. Um, <laughs> the correct. So here, I'll, I'll play that clip for you guys right now. Look, I know I've said some sketchy things in my time, but I can't, I can't wait to hear your defense on this one guy coming up. I'm, I almost need to pull up notes just to combat you. I have a guess. It's probably the next person. I think it's the next person. Gotta be the next person because the next three should be pretty unique. I think I think our I'm, top three. Wow. I'm, you, neither of you had him in the top ten. Are you? Wow, really? I, I'm really excited for your defense, Tim. Please. I can't wait to hear this. Who's top your, three. Top oh, four. this will be. Oh my god. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Let me pull up his numbers real quick. I don't even need you. I know who he is. You don't even need to tell me. Uh, see. I'm, I'm just surprised. Like I don't know what you guys. Are seeing that I'm not. <laughs> no, it's it's it's. What are you seeing? What are you seeing? <laughs> We're not. Oh boy. All right. You go. Whenever you're ready, Tim. All right. Well, now I'm like kind of shocked that you you know you you don't have. Alex and I have been on the same page the whole time. It's you that's been shooting nonsense all over the place. All right. Well, you, you know, know I mean, Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. All of a sudden, like, what's, so what's the next surprise? I'll just talk with the accolades and stats first. I do have a highlight for him, by the way, so get excited. Oh, at least you have something to support the madness. <laughs> All right, so number four. Drum roll, please. I've got Marcus Peters. Oh, my God. Please tell me why he belongs in the top ten. I threw him out of there. I didn't even consider him. Come on, like give it to us. that you guys don't have – I'm confused. I, don't I texted you when, you when we were talking about Peters, and I said – there's two people in PFF's top three that I did not have in my list. It was Marcus Peters and it was Quentin Dunbar because I they're great cor- they're good corners, sure, but they are not top ten. No consistency right. in their game. I can't exactly. Just, I can't just so, take all right. one great year. But go so ahead, start, defend the oh, Marcus Peters. <laughs> I'll get to three that. teams in like a year. No one wants them. Okay. All right, so you, like you said, th- you know, third on Pro Football Focus. He was also a 2019 oh. All-Pro and Pro Bowler. Darius Slay was also like 45 on PFF, but go ahead. Care. He was an All-Pro Pro Bowler last year. <laughs> the guy had – all right, I mean, this is my first right. interesting fact. So, oh, hey, first off, because he's – At least they're had, interesting. He's only had one good year. That's why in 2015, he, his rookie year, even better, he mm-hmm. had 26 pass defenses. I didn't say he only had one good year. I just I know Alex bouncing did, around. You'll, you'll get your time. Okay. Alex said he only wanted. <laughs> Remember that stat I said with Darius Slay? He was tied fourth all time ever with the most mm-hmm. pass defense in the season. Marcus Peters is also tied for fourth with 26. Stefan Gilmore had 20 this year. Just, just well, if, you're not, if you're not first, you're last. So go on. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know. Um, <laughs> he's a you know, two time All Pro, three time Pro Bowler for the people at home that think he you know, isn't, has only had one year. He is a playmaker. He had three touchdowns last year. Now, that is equal to the same amount as, A, Juju Smith-Schuster, Sammy Watkins, Darren Waller. He had more than Brandon Cooks, and he had the same amount of rushing touchdowns as Leonard Fournette. Now, you may have thought, wow, why is he saying all these names? They sound like they're, they're on offense. 
How could a defensive player have more touchdowns than an offensive player? He had one rushing touchdown. Hey, he definitely didn't have more rushing touchdowns. He definitely had more touchdowns. <laughs> I didn't say Marcus Peters had rushing touchdowns. I said Leonard no. You said he had more game. rushing touchdowns. Than... Oh my god! It was defensive touchdowns, obviously. Okay. No. All right. Oh, uh, you never know with comedians. you. It might not be obvious. You're all comedians. I already had that JJ Watt year. Uh, yeah. Okay, now, let me let me get back to some other stuff that because oh he sucks he's been on three teams boo hoo the guy's not the best locker room person off the field I, I you know I that's a concern it was Terrell Owens had a problem staying on teams but he's still in the Hall of Fame Marcus Peters is not Terrell Owens well, not first think. ballot so he's been in the league for five seasons twenty seven interceptions in his career that's you know for the people at home that are struggling with their calculators just a niche over five a year. Uh, six touchdowns in his in his career. Did you know that the record for most defense touchdowns in a career is thirteen? He's already nearly halfway there in five seasons. I will say, I will say he had a very he had a very good year for him. Uh, it was just very odd that you were. We I thought it was a little bit of a stretch. Just, it was it, you know this was like my OBJ pick so to speak. It was a little out there, a little above what. Well, which, which one of those aged better? Fair enough. You got me there. One one win for you, and then a hundred losses. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, generous. Another uh, another episode that Tim seemed to enjoy uh, was when we were doing our Super Bowl predictions, and I was very was struggling mightily to do simple multiplication. Um, I don't know what was happening. I might have been blacking out. Might have had a brain freeze. Might have forgotten math from first grade but or how much a touchdown is worth or how much a touchdown is worth but i could not like i could not evenly figure out you know how many field goals and touchdowns i wanted each team to score and i every i think it took me like five tries to come up with a real score um but you're the person on the super bowl polls that like know nothing about football and they're like yeah this sounds like a good score we'll go with that and you're like well that doesn't logically make sense but sure yeah you i think it'll work out yeah, but uh, here, you can have a listen for yourself at how, how dumb I am. Um, but I, I do think there's going to be some points to be scored. I'm going to say 31-24, Chiefs. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Chiefs as well. I'm going to go Chiefs, say, like 30, 36-31. Like keep that five. I don't know if that even will add up. Correctly, Thirty-six. Was, yeah, I was gonna say thirty-six does not sound like a normal football score, but you go ahead with that. Let's say 30, 35-30. Let's say thirty-six. I think you need three touchdowns and about like five extra points. Well, then thirty-five we would get. Or not extra points, field goals. I mean. So let's do thirty. All right, thirty-eight, thirty-two. Does that make sense? Sure. Thirty-eight, thirty-two. Um. Yeah, that doesn't make sense either. I don't think that. You know what? You stick with whatever works for you. You you clearly weren't very good with seven multiples in school, were you? I mean, I didn't. Th- I didn't think I was gonna. This was very impromptu. You were the one that asked the question. I did. <laughs> I did. Setting yourself up for success there. I love it. So let's say twenty. So they score four touchdowns and two field goals for Peter. Three touchdowns. So let's say 20, 27, 35. Yeah. 35, 27 Chiefs. 
that was painful. That took a lot. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. I hope you enjoyed my failure at math. Um, fun fact, I actually never, the highest math I ever attained was, I think, 12th grade. I took accelerated geometry or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, math that is not my forte. That would, that would make sense. You're more shapes than numbers. Sure. Um, so that, I think that wraps up for our favorite, like, parts of episodes um i mean obviously there's a lot of others it's you know we have fun with every episode we do it's fun to talk sports with anyone and we appreciate all the guests that have come on uh, over the past and you know we look forward to bringing on more guests and new guests and retain guests uh, mm -hmm. as we keep going i will say one thing i really did enjoy was uh it was a bit of labor but i did enjoy making the uh it's always sunny trailers for uh, our top 10 our top 10 players series um i will say this this podcast did teach me a lot about photoshop uh adobe after effects adobe premiere iMovie, like audio editing and stuff so uh it was cool and then you know especially with quarantine when we were both pretty much unemployed it was nice to still be able to like learn skills and stuff and i think two of my favorite ones uh, to my favorite trailers were for episode four, which was the one where you had the mustache. Um, and then, and then, uh, episode six, when we did, um, I think it was offensive tackles. So we had like Billy citing, um, Packers.com. <laughs> yeah. But he said Bakhtari was a four time all pro. And then I had pictures. Yeah, four time of, all pro of uh, Green Bay Packers.com. And then I had pictures of Lane Johnson in a six pack. And it was a wild episode. Um, but I'll, I'll play those two back to back for you. And so if you never saw them on, on our socials, um, this is what they sounded like. You just make it seem more and more likely that I should start charging you for this. I'm almost <laughs> thinking about kicking you off this podcast from going forward. Well, I just, situation. One man I show out reasonably... here. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Time out. I didn't think we would get to nine and I would question your sanity. Do, are, are you aware that Ryan Ramchak was a first team all pro last year? Or did that Tim, Tim, don't give it all away. Blackatari has four straight all pro seasons. Where did you pull that out of your ass? Pakatari All Pro Packers.com. So Packers.com? Someone lied to me that he was a time. Of course they had him as a 14 All Pro. The man has a six pack and he's an offensive lineman. In a Zoom call with three other guys, <laughs> you were going to bring up an offensive lineman shirtless six pack. The difference between my argument points and Dakota. That looks like someone you want to babysit your daughter and possibly date. <laughs> you, look, you, look, you look like an ugly Ron Jeremy. <clears throat> Alden Smith, 19 and Whoa, a half sacks wow, this is... in 2012. <laughs> what has he done since? Alden, Alden Smith. A lot of DUIs. Yeah, he's a superstar that just can't get the hell away from like himself. What are you drinking over there? M43 IPA. Say WD forty, M four three. I think it's oh. it has a sediment warning system, so you got to roll. So you're gonna pass out in the middle of this conversation. Who the hell? Like who? Who's on the Cardinals defense? Like he's puts up numbers on one some of some Temple linebacker. I think. <laughs> <That's not laughs> <right>. <laughs>
Giselle just letting me get ripped on my clowning selection when he had the same exact one. He's just sitting there in silence letting me get ripped up. And Chubb and Judon. Oh, wait your turn, wait your turn. Josh is up first. My I know, well, hey, I'm just, you know, getting, looking at my stuff, getting myself together. Seven. Okay. Well, I mean, you wait your turn. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. He hasn't done anything. I think you're focusing too much on stats. He's not really stat guy. You, you, you're the stat guy, guy you, too. You, you, yeah, you're the stat guy. You, you, you did like merciless because you're like a stats. At yeah. thirty-one, I want the one that just said the better one. What did you? What was your word you just used? Thirty-one, not that old, not that young. Harrigan, hmm. you made it seem like he was in a walker. All right, I hope you uh, enjoyed those little It's Always Sunny clips. Uh, yeah, they were they were fun to make. So, I, And I, I when I went back and looked at them this past week, I was cracking up because I think they're pretty funny. But um, another thing we did on social media that I really liked was for our running back episode with uh, Nick. Beforehand, I did a um, running back voting poll on my personal Instagram. Uh, and that was like super cool because I really expected like five to 10 people to vote. Um, cause I, there were, I must've had like 30, like 20 to 30 matchups. So there was a lot of voting to be done and I had 50 to 70 votes on every single one. And I was like, this is incredible. Um, it was super cool. Like people, I reached out to some people too, who like, I haven't talked to in a while. And I was like, thanks for voting. Like it, it helps with our episode and our discussions. And, um, it was cool. That's probably a good strategy for you going forward. It would probably help your rankings a little bit. Seem a little more legitimate. <laughs> get an yeah, outside it was, opinion. It was cool to see what, uh, the public top 10 running back list would have looked like. And, uh, I mean, naturally they had Miles Sanders in there, which, I think he maybe he'll crack top 10 this year. We'll see. But um, it was fun. And then another post of my – I think my personal favorite was the uh, NBA Midseason Awards one. Um, I made basically like trading card style um, midseason awards for all of the players. So we had uh, obviously Joel Embiid, we said would be – he was our midseason MVP, who uh, was a Ben Simmons, was Defensive Player of the Year um Clarkson as six man Julius Randle has come back uh forget who we had LaMelo. as coach we had LaMelo's rookie and then it was the was it the Jazz or the Suns coach we had as I believe it was Quinn Snyder Quinn Snyder yeah um so yeah that was fun and uh the the Joel Embiid if you didn't get to see it um basically I I made a rotating card which like it basically played like a looping video of Joel Embiid and it was really fun to like I just googled a YouTube tutorial on how to make it and it was cool I had fun doing it it took only a couple hours and you know it was uh fun to post and people really people really liked it so people reached out to me and said it looked dope so that was made me happy um and then our the last one that comes to mind is the obvious one of uh Tim signed a uh, lifetime contract with that was pretty uh, good. That was a nice surprise because I didn't know you were yeah. you were pulling that one out. That was pretty good. I like that. That was uh, that was that, that hit me in my feels. 
Well, I appreciate I, you. For that, that was a that day was a wild day for me because I I was wild out. day for you. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I had a couple other things going on. I'm sorry. I, I mean, uh, for, like for managing the podcast because first of all, we had the Eagles announce their coaching hire, and I was not expecting it that day because it was like a Thursday or Friday. You weren't expecting. I was on my knee and I saw pop on my phone. I was like, this has got to be <laughs> a joke. And uh, I was out at Tyler State Park. I was going for a run. And I saw it come across on my Twitter. Yeah, it must have been Twitter or like Nick or my friend Bobby might, might have texted me. And then I, I had to obviously stop what I was doing. Like, look at, look this up. Like, who the hell did we hire? Try to find live reactions to it, see what people are saying. Um, and then almost simultaneously, I found out that you proposed to your uh, fiance, Charlotte. And I was like, what the hell is going on today? <laughs> and I was like, all right. I was like, I got to make a post for the Eagles hiring Sirianni. I got to make a, and I was like, immediately thought I should make a post for Tim and say that he got, you know, a contract extension or whatever. And so that was fun. It was fun <laughs> to, to make it on the fly, but. I was good. I liked it. It was very nice. It was well put together and well thought out. I had no idea what's coming. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, I had no idea what's coming. So. One, la- one last thing I wanted to say, um, okay. big shout out, because this literally one through 50, none of it would have been possible without your hard work. I, I bring the, the facts and the knowledge and the excitement on the video, but you put so much work in, in the back. Uh, I see it. I don't know if everyone else appreciates it, but you, you do a wonderful job. I got to say, this would have never even come close to hitting 50 without your hard work. So hats off to you, sir. Uh, I do appreciate what you do because I'm pretty much useless in behind the scenes <laughs> and uh that isn't being, you know, uh, like over-exaggerating. I am pretty much useless when the camera goes off. So uh, <laughs> all hats off to you because this literally would have never been possible without you. No, yeah, I, I appreciate that. And like I said, it, you know, it's taught me a lot of things too. So I didn't mind doing it. And especially when we started quarantine, like gave me something to do. So I hear it. Listen, me too. I'm a big fan. I spent an hour debating top 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, and, and just to end this episode, uh, you know, Tim and I, I forget who, te- I think I, I initiated the text, but like I said, I said not, yeah, none of this would have been possible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you sent the first text too. I texted Tim back in like May and I was like, Hey, um, so remember when like, you know, we were in college, uh, and we used to do our, you know, power, we used to do power rankings and we used to rank players like back when like Calvin Johnson was playing, um, how seriously we, we were taking our classes you know? we just we literally did it in the middle of our writing class and uh we were terrible students for that class because no, we were no, okay. it was 90 percent football 10 percent literature <laughs> but uh yeah and then i was like hey you want to do a podcast and the rest is history. here we are episode 50 baby and, and then on that note of course thank you to everyone who continues to listen um support us by liking the posts uh sharing with friends and of course we got our we got some some merch here and there you know t-shirts hoodies hats uh love it thank you to um alex and uh also caesar or caesar i'm sorry if i mispronounced your name who recently bought hats and they look fly and i'm happy that people are enjoying them so um yeah i think you know like i said this was cool 50th uh, anniversary of our podcast or yeah. 50th episode i'm not really anniversary but hey you know but hey cheers to 50 more cheers to 50 more with my iced coffee and what the hell are you right. drinking a little bit of this a little bit of that a little <laughs> vodka and something. 
hey, vodka you know, and five, something. It's a five-hour time difference between us. You know, one different uh, way yes. here. Yeah, Tim is in, and we were international. Tim is in London once again. So yeah. we're we, exotic to the show. <laughs> good times, good times. But uh, like I said, thank you everyone for uh, listening and supporting, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Peace I'll out. See you. Peace.